The T20 World Cup is just around the corner and it's been a big week in terms of news. Boomer is out of the World Cup. Hetmeyer missed the flight to the World Cup. Stoinis and Smith for Australia. Whether they get back into that T2011, that'll be interesting. We'll discuss that. And also Temba Bavuma as well for South Africa. A few things to discuss, talking points. And then our final segment, our takes, we'll look at a test 11 of current players. We can only pick one player from each country in that 11 plus a 12th man. So that's going to be we'll see how we go. It is difficult. Um, so I welcome my co-host Nash. Hope you're well, brother. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, gearing up, gearing up for a, a massive summer of cricket down here in Australia, yeah. and um, mm-hmm. look really looking forward to the World Cup, T20 World Cup as well. And already, already there's um, World Cup shenanigans happening um, all over the world. <laughs> there is. Uh, let, yep. Let's start. Let's start with the first one. What What do you make of? Hetmeyer missing the flight. Given that, so the story I've heard or read is he asked the board to book a separate flight, a different flight. Correct. For family reasons. Then, yeah. And then missed that one. So what do you make of it? See, I don't know. I, I'd like to hear from Shimron as well to see why that happened. Like, because there was, from, from the press release that I saw from the Windies, it wasn't as if it was, um, it, it almost felt like there was a bit of bad attitude from Hetmeyer in a way. Yeah. Um, it wasn't as if they didn't mention that, oh, he's got a family situation that he can't make it. And we, our thoughts are with him and his family at this time. You know what I mean? They didn't say that. So I'm like, Hmm, you know, I want to, I want to know more. I want to know more, but I'm thinking, all right. So just general public, like you, you and me, when we go Mm. to catch a flight, it's a requirement that you reach there three hours before. Oh, easy. It's, it's a requirement. At three least. hours, three and a half hours, even four hours. It, someone, mm. you know, our parents, they would be there at six hours before <laughs> just to be ready. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. My but, wife would be six hours before. Exactly. Plus, <laughs> if you think about it, it's a World Cup. You are going to represent your country in a World Cup. It's massive. You have to be ready. You have and to you're be, one of the key players as well. Exactly. You know? Just with the nervousness and just with the um the butterflies in your stomach, you just get there early. Just get at the airport early. That, that's the that's the kind of vibe I got from the guys at the uh, the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. So that they've yeah. they've spoken over the last maybe eighteen months of Hetmeyer's maybe lack of commitment to the Windies. Yeah. I don't know if that's a factor as well. So I just want to find out more. But it'd be really disappointing if that's the case. And, really and absolutely. So was he just taking? the flight schedule for granted that they will just wait for him because he's a national player and again how far... i heard some i heard some rumors that it was you know the hair color it was yeah. too long at the barbers <laughs> Maybe. but how, how how long is like guyana is not that big of a country um you know him being from ghana it's not that big of a country where you have to travel miles and miles no, to no, the no. airport so even if you let's say even if you're late like how late do you have to be <laughs> to reach uh, i just want to know i just want to hear from shimon as well what, what what's yeah. going on here like how can you you know call ask for a rescheduled flight and then get that rescheduled flight and miss it exactly like yeah. now after this so for example till last week if you read the headlines shimron mm. hetmaya misses flight to australia you would think oh he wasn't he just wasn't picked in the team you know the mm. the sort of the headline that newspapers yeah, yeah, write, yeah. you just think, oh yes, maybe you know, 
Shreya Sayer misses the flight to Australia to because play he wasn't in the selected Cup. in the squad. Yeah. yeah, but now anything could be possible. <laughs> and now you could think, oh, is he actually missed the flight? And in this case, he has it happened with the. the I don't know what it is with West Indies players. It happened to Fabian Allen last year in the CPL as well. Yeah, and he yeah. missed the whole tournament because of it. Anyway, and oh, know, it's interesting. It's it's such a weird time we live in. Right seriously now, speaking. But- Seriously speaking, I think that that hurts West Indies even further. Um, and we can see now they're struggling at the moment with the bat against Australia. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Nash, if you and I were at the ground, uh, we'd double the crowd. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's no one there. I don't know, Gold Coast. Well, I oh, guess the midweek T20 at the Gold Coast. That's I guess, right. Can't that's expect right. can't expect much, but um, yeah, I think that hurts West Indies a lot. He's one of their key players. One of their key players. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he could have been, you know, sort of a key go-to player in the mm. sort of that middle phase and even to finish off the innings as well. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and as, um, you know, we'll, we'll touch on South Africa, India a bit later, but, you know, as that game showed that a left-hander having that left-hand presence as well in the, in the, in the middle can be, quite uh, damaging so absolutely that's that's quite a loss absolutely and um going speaking about losses um moving to the next topic on our episode tonight is australia's t 2011 are you mm. do you think not having cam green there is a big loss uh he's in there at the moment in this series and yep. he's been no, i mean from a world open. cup world cup's point from of world view cup. so just to clarify is the squads absolutely final now? Can teams make changes? Is there a deadline? And and I think unless there is an injury, you can't make changes anymore. Um, yep. So it depends on Stoinis's fitness, yeah. doesn't it? Now. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Yeah. Look, in a sense, you know, before the India series, would you have picked Cameron Green in the World Cup squad? I can understand Australia not because he wasn't really an established T Twenty prospect yet. Yeah. yeah. He surprised a lot of people in India including myself. Um, so then you say, oh, can you get him into the team? Might be difficult now. Um, it depends It depends on the fitness of a player. Uh, and Stoinis is probably that, that, that player at the moment. But, but Cam Green's playing brilliantly. And Australia thinks so highly of him that um, they've listed him to open in this game and put Finch at four. So Yeah. And, and given that Cam Green's you know, recent form, strike the, as they say, strike the iron while it's hot. Um, yeah, absolutely. Cam yeah, Green's just peaked at the moment in T20s, and he—you're right—he hasn't set the world on fire in T20s. But that's just because he hasn't played. That's right. Um, that yeah. many T20s. Yeah. So no, it's it's not a not a go at his ability. It's yeah, he just hasn't played enough. Yeah, and and given the you know sort of Australia Finch and the team management gave him a long mm. leash in in India and sort of said that just go for it open yep. the open the batting and then he showed what he can do um there's no doubt he makes no doubt he makes the side that and the squad stronger him being in it he's such a good player absolutely um, and and he'll be the most one of the most sought after players in the IPL auction later this year um yeah i think so i think so if if he puts his name up for it it's a big yeah. year next year for australia but i yeah. think yeah he's he's a very very good prospect and bowls very well great absolutely. catcher absolutely a long ball yeah um yeah, so I mean that's going to be a question. I, I I look, you know, 
is there a spot for Cameron Green in the middle order? I've sort of expressed some concern because, look, he did prove some good things as, as opener, but I think as we've mentioned in this podcast, you know, coming in later is a bit different. Yeah, it's a bit different. So, um, so do you think do you think from an Australian point of view, the team that's mm-hmm. playing today, barring Cameron Green, is that the 11 that will play in the T20 World Cup? So you got David Warner, you got Mitchell Marsh, mm-hmm. Finch, Maxwell, I think it's Tim very David, close. Wade, very Cummins. close. It's probably that last position who comes in for Green. If Green is in, yep. in the squad, is it Smith or Stoinis? Yes. I'd rather Stoinis personally. Yeah. Uh, just given uh, his power game in the in the back end uh, yeah, overs. Look, look um, at him go, Australian fanboy, keeping out Steve Smith. <laughs> I love Steve Smith. I love Steve Smith, but you know, do you, you, you keep out a, a big hitter for and, and a bowling option importantly as well? Yeah. I don't know if Stornos do a lot of uh, bowling given his side strain, but but a bowling option. Let's assume Stornos will bowl. That you know, that's an asset to have. Absolutely. Um, no, I, I completely for you, understand would you pick where you're coming from. Uh, not really. Pick... Not really. Um, okay. I'll, 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 you know, I echo your thoughts as well. And um, right now, I think if Green is not there, then you know, it has to be Stoinis if he's fit. Um, and that's the that's yeah. sort of the playing eleven. And there's question Australia. marks on Stoinis. There's question marks on Stoinis regarding his form, but he was very important to Australia's World Cup win last yeah. year. Absolutely. So he's got it in him. Yeah. Um, speaking of players who don't fit, uh, for me, it's I've spoken about this before uh, with Bavuma. He, he hit three runs in 19 balls in the series against India. South Africa, for me, look a very, very good side with most of their bases covered, I think, except for the captain and the opener, which is pretty important. That's um, that's that's something you don't want to hear, do you? As a as a no, as a, and it, if you're a South be, African fan, yeah. before like 15 days before the World Cup is about to start, that's you don't a want problem. To hear... Now this is this is what I was saying that you had the opportunity, I reckon, after that England series uh, earlier in the year where South Africa performed really really well, when I think David Miller was captaining Keshav Maharaj, captained some matches. That side looked very good. Reza Hendricks was in career best touch. He doesn't get a game in India. So I think there was an opportunity there to say, Temba, thank you for everything you've done for the T20 side. Unfortunately, there's not a place for you anymore, but you're going to be very crucial for us in test cricket and you're going to have a role to play for us in one day as well. But in terms of T20s, very difficult to fit you in. Yep. And it's it's hard to say, like Temba Bawuma could hit form tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like he's he is a good player. You can't deny that. He's a he's talented, mm. he's skillful. Um, and that's what AB de Villiers said um yesterday. I'm just reading a quote from from um AB de Villiers is I yeah. he, I do believe Temba is the right man for the job. I, I believe his form will come at the right time, at the right place, which there's no better than the T twenty World Cup. So what's what's his ceiling? Exactly. Um and that's, that's the that's, question. Is he, is he the kind of player that is going to strike fear into the opposition? Um, because the last thing I think South Africa would want is Bavuma facing 20 or 30 balls and hit at a runner ball or less. Yeah. Can Bavuma strike at 130, 140 regularly? That's the big question. Well, that's the given his question. stats in 2022. His stats say no. Exactly. 61 runs of 70 balls at, a, at an average of 12 in this year, in this calendar Doesn't year. Doesn't read well. 
exactly. Whereas Riza Hendricks um, mm-hmm. got some yep. brilliant stats. He's got 323 runs at an av- strike rate of 139 with an average of yep. 46. Now that's what that's he won. Sw- and and Hendricks, like I felt for him that he didn't get a game in India because he deserved that. He's you know as you said before regarding Cameron Green, you strike while the iron's hot. The iron was very hot with uh, with um, with Hendricks. I just want to have a look at because I, I read some power play stats for Bavuma in T Twenty International Cricket. So when he bats between overs one and six, uh, he scored. 220 runs in 25 innings at an average of 14 and a strike rate of 96. That's in the power play. Yeah. In the power play. Um, that's not good. It's So you look at yeah. stats, you look at what's gone before, you look at the talent on the bench in yep. South Africa right now. That's got to be a, a discussion that it's got to be had. It has Absolutely. to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've got South Africa at the moment. I think they'll make the semifinals. I'm very impressed with them. I think they'll be in the, the final four personally. Yeah. Um, but that's the big concern that I have about them. Everything else looks pretty good. They've got they've got quality right down the 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 lineup. So watch that space. Absolutely. I think I think it's going to be interesting for me. It all hinges on South Africa's middle order and their bowling attack. Where they've got they've got the resources in that area. In exactly. Opinion. Like even if Babuma fails at the top, um yeah. they have the they have the uh strength and the power in the middle order to sort of sure co- cover it up. Um now what do we mean by fail they the, get what but for we mean how by long fail if he gets out early? Because if as I said before, he backs well, 20, 30 from, balls and from from sort of every angle, if he does get out early um and sort of South Africa yeah. lose a quick couple of wickets, um they're still you know, firepower in that middle order to sort of claim. There was also a suggestion. There was also a suggestion I read on Twitter that, you know, if you want to play Bavuma in the side, play him maybe in that floater role that Australia tried with Steve Smith. Yeah. If we would try to rest a collapse there, you can send in Temba then. I don't mind that. I think that's a better option. Yeah. And go with a little bit more power at the top. And um, it's all about getting those quick starts in Australia. I think it's in this tournament, it's going to be crucial. Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of crucial... Um, Shabel, some nice disa- disappointing news from the Indian camp for the World Cup. Yeah. Um, mm. Bumrah, the one of the best bowlers, not going to the World Cup, and Massive unfortunate, boy. unfortunate. Um, you know, if you're not fit, you're not fit. Um, you have yeah. a he has an entire career in front of him. Um, yeah. This is not you know be all end all of tournaments, but missing a World Cup. Um, India, India's main uh, primary bowler. For me, I think it's now it gets. This is where it gets interesting from, and this is where we'll know the thinking of Rahul Dravid and the management and Rohit Sharma as to who comes in, whether it's Deepak mm. Chahar or whether it's Harshad Patel or. Uh, but from from could be Shami as well. Could be Shami in my team. Bhuvi and Arshdeep Singh play. Come what may. Yep, they have to mm-hmm. play. And then yep. the third baller, uh, instead of Bumrah, it depends who comes in, whether it's Siraj, Shami, um, um, you know, Deepak Chahar or Harshil Patel. Yeah. Because Har- with Harshil Patel, if he doesn't bowl, if he doesn't get the um, sort of the dipping slow Yorker right, then he yeah. doesn't have any more, you know, 
armor and his he's traveled the distance in his last 10 t20s i read yeah. i saw today you know exactly and, and i worry about him as we mentioned before on those australian wickets yep i think he's a very good bowler on the slower surfaces where he bowls into the track and it's very difficult to get away in those dipping slow balls but i worry about him in australia i wouldn't pick him if i were an indian uh, selector yeah, coach. absolutely. Even I, yeah, I wouldn't pick him as well. Yeah, it's um, it's going to be very tricky. But here's one thing I wanted to touch on, and you know, we have already said that Boomerah is it, it, it's very dis- disappointing in who comes in. But I mm. uh, last night's T20 was the perfect chance. I get Virat Kohli. Yes, fi- it's fine. Okay, he's done. Is is it's. His career, he doesn't need to play any more games. Well, yes, yeah. You would say before a World Cup, you might mm. get more as much game time as possible. Mm. Uh, but for someone like K. Rahul, um, who's who just had a rest, like he did not, he did not have a rest. Yeah, he was yet. short on he was short on um, cricket, wasn't he? Before exactly. this, yeah. And and given that he's he hasn't had the best of sort of the last twelve months from a T Twenty point of view, even two years from a T20 point of view, it, it, he has to play every game before a World Cup. He is going He's going to open. We all know that, um, along with Rohit yeah. Sharma. So I found it strange as well. Game, I did not understand that decision. And I, 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 I don't know who's calling the shots, but yeah, it, it's disappointing to see the way um, some of the decisions have been made. And yes, Rishabh Pan got given sort of the opportunity to open, um, which did not exactly pay off. But I think it, it was really, again, good to see Dinesh Kartik doing the job in the middle order. Mm. And that's why I keep saying he has to play. He has to play that middle order um, yeah. slot. And, you know, if he, if he is there, India are sure to have a good finish, whether they are yeah. chasing or whether they are setting a target. Absolutely. Um, I agree with you on Karahu. He played such a great knock in the second match. He just oozes talent. I've always, I've always believed that about KL. But yeah, I agree with you because he, he was the big concern about Rahul was that's whether the team management wanted to give him time in Zimbabwe in that series and then the T20s after that at home. And then he starts to find some form and then you leave him out of the team. Yeah. Like that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, I do want to give a shout out to Surya Kimiyadav though. This is... He brought up his 1,000th T20 run. I think it was in the second uh, match against South Africa. Yeah, his strike rate, he reached that mark with a strike rate of 175. <laughs> that's unbelievable. He's, he's like, that's freakish. Like, you, don't, you don't look at him and say that's a slogger. He plays proper cricketing shots. That's what's so impressive as well. And like, he's a proper 360 degree player. He is. He is. Absolutely. And he's going to be a massive weapon for India in the World Cup. Um, you know, having him there, I think India have a very powerful lineup, particularly Absolutely. with Surya Kumar in there. Um, I'm going to ask you a tough question. Sort of put this out on Twitter, uh, I think yesterday, and um, you know, when the BCCI finally confirmed the news, Alleluia, they came, they, they came through with the goods. But of course, we hear it from everywhere else first. Yep. Um, most of the Indian supporters, I think, who replied to the tweet, they, they were pretty positive and they said, yep, they can still win it without Bumrah. Do you think India can still win it without him? Does the bowling attack look strong enough? Well, you back your chances, don't you? Um, I mean, I would, I'd still say India can win it. 
Um, yep. Without Boomer. Um, I agree. I agree. Yeah. They've got a great batting lineup. They've got some mm. really good ballers there with Bhuvi and Ashdeep and Yuzi and Ashwin, you know, bringing the experience as well. Um, yeah, I think I think India would still fancy the chances. Um, the team doesn't sort of, yeah. you know, um, sit on one player's shoulders alone. Um, it never has. It never will. Um, the team moves yeah. on, and you do the hard work. You do. You play simple yeah. cricket. You play your cricket to your strengths. I think. I think you know. You you they can still go all the way. Yep. Um, the worry is the death bowling. Like Ashdeep Singh is going to be critical there, but who partners Ashdeep Singh in the death overs? That's going to be the big question now. And and that's, that's where I think that's where India needs to sort of um, strategize and sort of go back to the drawing board a bit because if they know that their death overs are going to be a problem, um, with the lack you know with lack of Bumrah, then they have to yeah. really hone in on those middle overs and not sort of give a lot away in those middle orders, That's even true. in the power play. So very they good, have to really very good call. They really have to keep that tight. So would and you, would you of, go with um would you go with Mohammed Shami then? Is he too short of cricket? Um look I think I would personally prefer someone who's played more cricket going into a World Cup, but you know Shami has been Shami has has done the job before we know that. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing him. It's either him or Siraj for me. Uh, I wouldn't want to go with Deepak Chahar or um, Harshal Patel because both of them don't bring that pace that Bumrah had. Um, whereas Shami and yes. Siraj would bring that pace Agreed. along with Bhuvi and Arshdeep Singh who will bring that sort of swing and um, you know um, it, the Yorkers as well. So. For me, it will be either Siraj uh, or Shami. And Bhuvi and Deepak, you, you can't play them in the same 11. They're too similar. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I agree with you there. Either either Shami or, or Siraj. Maybe Shami has maybe more strings to his bow, perhaps. Um, I know he's been expensive at the death uh, in T20 cricket maybe the last couple of years, but his power play bowling is outstanding. So it just depends on his fitness and his health. But... I think Rahul Driver did hint that uh, it could be Shami. So we'll just yep. wait and see. Um, wait and see. Um, I think next week we'll, we'll have a look at maybe some predictions for the World Cup, Nash, because I've been, I've been trying to have a look at myself and having a look at all the fixtures. And it's going to be an interesting tournament. I think there's yeah. in this format, as we mentioned, like India can win it without Boomerah. And there are a number of teams you can win it because on your day in yep. a T20 format, if you're on and even it could take one or two overs to swing a game in your favor. So absolutely. Especially given that it's, uh, I can't stress this enough. It's at the start of the Australian summer where the pitches are still fresh. Um, Just, you know, drop in pitches have just been worked on. Um, There's going to be some sort of, you know, the pitch, some pitches are going to be really spicy and sort of have that carry early on. You really yep. have to sort of uh, focus in on your on your game and on your abilities. So it's going to be really interesting. Hundred percent. And I just got to hope that the rain stays wet, particularly in Sydney. It's raining yep. again, rained again all day today. So I'm uh, just hoping for all the best in terms of the weather. Um, speaking of Australia, before we move on to our Test 11s, um, Sheffield Shield 
is underway for the new season. Uh, this 18-year-old um, Teague Willie. Um, I don't know if I'm saying that name. Teague Wiley. Cor- yep. Wiley it is. Okay. Um, I was I was meaning to check that. Um, but he, he played, because I was watching the, the match yesterday without sound. I wanted to check the pronunciation of his name, but he looked good. He is, he's going to be an absolute gun. He's yeah. um, sort of, he was in the under 19 setup for a while. And yeah. I think he played the yeah. last under 19 world cup. Um, yeah. I think he's coming, he's come through the ranks since he was like 11 and 12. He's yeah, been in yeah. the Western Australian setup for a while. There's, there's videos of him on, on, you can go and find him on YouTube that as, as a 15 year old, he's been playing sort With of, um, yeah, with the stamp and playing a ball at, at, a, at a pace of 150 and stuff. So yeah, he's, he's going to be sort of, he's done the hard yards for a few years. He's worked on his game and as an 18 mm. year old to score a hundred in your first Sheffield Shield game. I think it's, it's, it's speaks so not only the, the hundred in the Sheffield Shield game, but the, the nature of the game itself, it was so low scoring, mm. um, you know, New against Wales, a good bowling he, attack. Good bowling attack. Nathan Lyon was involved in that. You know, 180 and 162 New South Wales managed in that game. Yeah. Um, Western Australia themselves only scored 258 and, and, and Wiley hit 104 of them. And I was really impressed with his back foot play. There was some excellent back foot play in that. Um, and some pretty quick bowling at times. And um, I think that's going to serve him very well in Australian conditions over the years. So. Yeah, I think the message to the media and fans and all that, just let him bide his time in first-class cricket and um, we'll hopefully see him in Australian colours in a few years. Just let him build some real consistency in first-class cricket, I reckon. But that's one to watch. Great to see. Now, on to our last uh, segment of this week's show. Um, it's outtakes. What we do each week is we discuss some hypotheticals. Um, we'll have a little bit of fun have a bit of a discussion. Um, and this week we're going to pick each of us are going to pick a T uh, sorry, a test 11 where we can only have one player from each test playing nation and um, with a 12th man. Nash, I'm going to give you the honors to start this week. Let's see what you got. Absolutely. It, it was really interesting. I was sitting there and sort of going through each team and making sure I get my balance right. Um mm-hmm. It, it because if you pick a batter from one team, you can't have a bowler, obviously. Um, That's right. So there's a bit of crossing out and exactly swapping. Exactly. And, yeah. So it's it's this is just my what I would go with, and to the yep. best of my cricketing knowledge. Um, okay. So the opener, and you have to remember, you can only pick one. So if you um, if you go for a opener, you can't like if you of course have someone at number three in mind. And you can't mm. basically just, yeah, play That's this right. out. So I've gone with Will Young from New Zealand at, as an opener. Wow. Okay. Um, that, interesting I one. wasn't expecting that. Yeah, That's inter- an interesting one. Okay. Just, just keep, stay with me here. Just keep going with me. Um, <laughs> okay. you, you, okay. it, it'll make sense because, um, sure. yeah. So sure. second yep. opener is Dimut Karunaratne from Sri Lanka. Yep. Kind of had a really good last few months in, um, in in the test arena. So number three, I've gone Rahmat Shah from Afghanistan. Um, Good call that one. Yeah, as I was a, thinking him too. Yeah, yeah, hasn't played a lot of test matches obvious, for obvious reasons, but um, really good 
prospect, really good talent. Number four is the obvious choice, Joe Root uh, from England. Um, I haven't huh? gone with Steve Smith or Virat Kohli here. Just stay, just stay with me. <laughs> just stay with me. Um, <laughs> but gone with Joe Root. <laughs> Number five, Shakib from Bangladesh. Um, you, yep. you're, you're sounding very <laughs> not sure about this. No, no, I'll see where you're going with this. I want to <laughs> see your final 11. <laughs> uh, number six, Rishabh Pant yep. uh, from India. Pretty much, again, no-brainer. Number seven, Jason Holder from West Indies. Yep. Um, yep. Obviously, couldn't pick um, sort of Ben Stokes or anyone because I've already picked Joel from England. That's right. Um, yeah. So Jason <laughs> Holder at number seven. Kahiso Rabada at number eight from South Africa. Yep, Ripper, um, of course. Yep. Pat Cummins from Australia at number nine. He also yep. goes in as my captain. Yep. Shaheen Shah Fridi from Pakistan at number 10. Yep. Um, blessing Muzarabani from Zimbabwe at number 11. And then Tim Murtaugh from Ireland at yeah, number 12. That's a- that's it a pretty was good, really pretty good bowling from, attack. Yeah, for Ireland because they last played their Test match in 2019. So I know, but yeah, that that's what I would go with. Yeah, what about I know? What about you? It'll be interesting to see if you have picked Steve Smith. Who do you who, who you go for? Yeah, yeah. So um, a few similarities to you. Uh, I was finding it difficult to to pick like the openers because I wanted to have a strong bowling attack as well, yep. like you were saying. So I have gone Bimuth Karanaratne. I've gone Paul Sterling from Ireland Ooh. to open with him. Yep. Um, you know, he's experienced. He's experienced. And I think he'll, he'll you know, and I think I've got a strong middle order uh, after that. I've got Joe Root at three. I know yep. number three is in his most preferred position. But um, in this 11, it has to be. Yeah. <laughs> I've gone Steve Smith, Steve Smith at four. Um, so I have gone Steve Smith in this. Yep. I've gone Barbara Azam at five. Okay. I got Shakib Al Hassan at six and Rishabh Pant at seven. So yeah. that's uh, um, it's your top one. the top seven taken care yeah. of. I got Jason Holder at eight from the West Indies, Rashid Khan uh, from Afghanistan. Yep. I got Kaisa Rabada and Trent Bolt to round Ooh. out my yeah. eleven. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty happy with it. I'm pretty happy yeah. with it. It's solid. It's it's a good. Um, it's a it, both of us have a good bowling attack. So yeah, um, yeah. Um. You know, that's what I was thinking as well. I need to have good bowling attack. And I'd, I'd love to have sort of like Dean Elgar there or Pat Cummins, yeah. Josh Hazelwood, or, you know, these I, guys. I was, but... I was thinking of Dean Elgar, but then I I, def- I said definitely have to have Rabada in there. So I was the same. I was yeah. the same. You have to have KJ. He's just yeah. strike rate of 40 in test cricket. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So, yeah. And uh, my 12th man, um, I had Sikandaraza from Zimbabwe. Oh, that yeah. That's my 12th man. Yeah. Um, but I like your pick of blessing Muzrabani there. I think he's a good bowler. So yeah, yeah. Stands yeah. he's shown so. promise and he's only 26. So I think he's a mm. he does have a good road, you know, long road ahead of him. So and it just shows you'd like to see, you know, the likes of Ireland, Zimbabwe, Afghanistan play more because yeah. there's some potential there, right? Like you look at Absolutely. Ramat Shah, he's a t- he's a technically correct player. Um, blessing Muzrabani. Sekunder Raz has had a wonderful year in white ball cricket. Um, yeah, just want to see them play more. So absolutely, fingers crossed we see more of that in the future. But yeah, that was really interesting. I think they're two good sides. And to our listeners, if you want um, for us to sort of have 
a question for our takes and you know sort of go through this for for for, for fun as a, as a mm. bit of banter and have fun at the end um let us know in the comments and let us know um via messages as well yep yeah so you can reach us at, at @crickblogpod on uh, twitter and instagram you can reach me at, at crick underscore blog and nash at, at nash v sent on twitter so yeah if you've got any ideas or you want to see any topics yeah feel free to let us know um but yeah might wrap it up there if you didn't have anything else yeah i'm um yeah i'm just really looking forward to the um big big tournament coming up and yeah really looking forward to well. previewing that we'll preview that in more detail next week because that, that'll be the week of the world cup that, that it starts um so looking forward to it absolutely right. thanks nash and thanks everyone for listening